KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time for our weekly look at the American economy in the time of COVID-19. A lot to talk about, of course, more dire unemployment numbers. And it is Memorial Day weekend, so maybe we are going to get our first look into the window of what the economic situation is going to be at the Jersey Shore. And as state revenues plummet, what other ways could they look to fill their coffers? We talk about all of this and more as we do every week with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice at the Villanova School of Business. Another great conversation with David. Give a listen. Well, let's start with unemployment, as we usually do. 2.4 million claims last week. We're definitely trending downward, but these are still staggering numbers. We're at about 38.5 million unemployment claims since this started. How much longer do you think we will see reports like this with seven figures of people filing new claims? I I think it could continue into June and July. Even though we are trending downward, Matt, for the last seven weeks, I don't think we're falling fast enough on the trend, Um, which which is something that I'm concerned about. We're getting back to work. It's going back slowly. It's not going back as fast as some economists thought or even some politicians thought. One thing I've been keeping an eye on or kind of timing out here, the enhanced unemployment benefits, that extra 600 bucks a week, I think it ends end of July. And it sounds like I read an article yesterday, the Senate majority leader has no interest in extending them. I think it's one thing to say that at the end of May. Is that realistic? Do you think that's something that's going to have to be looked at? Maybe not the same setup, but can they just let that run out and hope for the best? I think both sides, uh, parties, are setting up their their tents, so to speak, and setting up their armies, and and they're both taking sides to see where they're going to end up. It'll probably be somewhere in the middle. Even though the the unemployment numbers are coming down, and yes, it's a good step in the right direction, and even though we had a great Goldilocks economy in 2018 and 19, there's still the fact that the numbers now are are just something that I would never see in my lifetime or other people's lifetime. So I I think they're both setting the table to see, are we going to have this pandemic unemployment assistance continue after July? Some of the concerns of the GOP are that people are being paid more now than when they were when they were at work. Uh, the 600 plus whatever their unemployment is. Uh, So we have to see what happens. I I think both parties have to get back to work in June and July, not take any vacations and sharpen their pencils and let's see what happens. As we start to reopen, what will be numbers, statistics, information that you're keeping an eye on that are kind of the real indicators if things are starting to get better? What are some figures we should be looking for? I think it's tourism and hospitality. And going back to our last question that you had asked, I think those are the industries that are going to come back to work last. Restaurants, theaters, sports, entertainment. So possibly they're the ones where there should be the extension of unemployment insurance and the pandemic insurance. I know we have lots of tourism opening up this weekend at the New Jersey Shore, north of Atlantic City and south of Atlantic City. And 
I'm going to be keeping my eye on that. I'm going to be taking a look at that very carefully to see a couple things, to see if, if it does stimulate the economy at all down there in the, at the Jersey Shores uh, areas and even going north to the Poconos. So this tri-state area, it's very crucial in the next couple months to get some people back to work little by little, safely, effectively, and let's get the confidence back in the, in the tri-state area consumers. You're starting to hear murmurs that legislators are looking at recreational marijuana as a source of tax revenue in PA. Some that were against might be softening on that. Uh, We'll put the argument of whether it should be legislated to the side. But just from an economic standpoint, if they were to hone in and allow this, how big a windfall financially would it be for the state? Well, the first year, it would be millions because of the fact that you not only had the licensing fees uh, to set up the shops that would sell it legally, but you also have the growers as well. And I, I'm involved in a lot of municipalities throughout the week where I get on their, their discussions and their Zooms where I listen in. And there's some municipalities in Chester County even who are talking about, and Lancaster County, that the farmers would get a little bit of a windfall for growing uh, the marijuana. Now, it's all going to be controlled. It's all going to be sold through certain stores, and it's going to be regulated, and it's going to be taxed, and it's going to be taxed heavily. So just like the way gaming is taxed very heavily, gambling, sports betting, you're going to see marijuana taxed heavily as well. And it's another way for states, especially Pennsylvania, to be able to plug holes in their budgets without having to raise the income tax or the sales tax. We've touched on this before, but it seems like the markets overall are doing quite well, despite dire economic news after more dire economic news. How is there such an apparent disconnect from Wall Street to Main Street? Well, the that's a good question because you have Wall Street, which is more of a leading indicator, looking towards the third, fourth quarter, and even 2021. And they're looking into the future like a crystal ball almost saying, well, we think this is going to happen. We think this is going to happen. It's going to be positive. However, if you take a look at the Dow 30, the NASDAQ, and the S&P, the ones that are doing well are the industries that are doing well right now, such as technology. Technology is booming. It's the vaccine stocks. It's the pharmaceuticals. It's the it's companies like Clorox, the cleaning products. And they're actually carrying the weight of the world for the industries that aren't doing so well, such as airlines and retail. Uh, I still like to look at all the numbers of, of unemployment, housing. I like to look at inflation, interest rates, as opposed to just taking one indicator, which is the stock market on Wall Street. And it's, we cannot forget Main Street America, the small businesses in, in the United States. They're the, they're the key to opening up this country. They're the key to economic redevelopment and spurring the economy into the third, fourth quarter and next year. But it's going to be a slow process. You talked about this earlier in our discussion. I wanted to come and circle back to it. The Jersey Shore, it is Memorial Day weekend, kind of maybe our first window into the economic impact. What would you consider a win? Like if it's 50% of last year, given the circumstances, would that be a win? Is there kind of a number there? 
Well, without having talked to you about this before, you were thinking the same thing I was. If it was 50% uh, of the people that are down there and going to get the food for takeout or delivery, because a lot of the retail is not open unless it's a hardware store or maybe a, a, a food store such as an Acme or a ShopRite, uh, and the, the gaming is not open where you would take your children on the rides and you would go out and do miniature golfing. I would think 50% would be would be something I would take a look at as saying it's a win. And I think this is a good window into saying, okay, what's going to happen July 4th? Will we be able to, can, will we be able to look at July 4th to open it up at 100% or do we still need to be cautious and be at 25 to 50 to 75%? Obviously, our main focus is the American economy, but what about the the Chinese economy? I mean, we're pretty intertwined whether people like it or not. What are you seeing there, and how could that affect our recovery? Well, I do see that uh, the politics of it is that I I know uh, the administration right now is trying to bring back certain industries, whether it's pharmaceutical or other industries. Uh, One thing about international trade is that it gives us as consumers, more choice, meaning that we can buy from various countries so that when you shop at a a retail store, you're seeing various prices because something's made in Thailand, Vietnam, China, Sri Lanka, or even here in America. And that's the great thing about economics. It's about choices. It's about decision-making. It's about variety and having variety. So sometimes when the economy of China is not doing well, you're going to see that ripple effect throughout the United States as well as Europe. So I think we have to really look at all the economies. We have to take a look at all trade, and it's good to have trade with many different countries because trade also brings out good politics and it brings out uh, good administration on our end and on another country's end, and that's what you want. You want to have a good trade policy, but you want to to have good relations with these other countries. One thing we heard from Fed Chair Jay Powell, and one of the things he talked about, the damage from a prolonged downturn, is fears that some worker skills could atrophy because they were out of work so long. Is that that a concern in the big picture, that some people that might be out of work so long because of all this, that we could see a downturn in their skills? Well, you know, I have been hearing from a lot of my friends who are musicians and others who work as makeup artists and, and, and work in floor shops and, and do the arts and entertainment, painters, sculptors and all that. And they have to keep busy. Uh, you have to hone those skills and keep those skills so you don't get rusty. And when you take people off the road uh, from touring for three months and they're used to touring nine months out of the year, they could get rusty. And not only that, but also in other skills in all the people who, who are our laborers. Uh, we have to keep, keep, act, keep them active in certain ways, whether it's a bricklayer, a masonry, carpentry. Uh, another reason why a lot of states and even Pennsylvania opened up to businesses, to contractors, uh, outside and inside, because uh, once you start opening up that area, contractors, uh, people who work on roofing and, and, and working, and anything has to do with bricklaying and asphalt, all that, uh, you're keeping the housing industry uh, up and running too, which is very important. We talked a little bit about the possibility of marijuana being a tax revenue source, how creative overall are we going to have to see state governments get to raise money? And are there other 
things we could start seeing coming to the forefront as places look for ways to get new streams of revenue into their uh, coffers? Yes, good good point there, because look how long it was before the state of Pennsylvania enacted gambling. Uh, New Jersey had it for, for many years before we enacted it. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen with marijuana. Uh, in terms of waiting five, ten years before they enact it, sometimes the state of Pennsylvania loses out on those tax revenues of people traveling to another state, whether it's for for gambling or whether it's for entertainment. And now in this case, the medical marijuana, which is already out there right now, and there are dispensaries, uh, but there's a lot that has to be answered if they approve marijuana. You have to start looking at all the DUI laws. You have to start looking at all the counties and, and look at the court system and how do you handle a marijuana versus a DUI of alcohol. Is that going to be different? So there's a lot that still has to be answered on the legal end. On the financial end, uh, some states have seen a nice stream of revenue from things like such as marijuana, growing it and selling it in the dispensaries. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.